Are you looking for a gift for that special person in your life? Maybe for an anniversary, a loyal employee, or a birthday, or graduation. Whatever the reason, station sponsor Grazi Gifts have a massive range of gift basket and hamper options to suit all occasions. So, to choose the right gift for that special person and order online, visit grazi.com.au. That's grazie.com.au. If you marked an X on the map of Perth for every investment property managed by Exceed Property Management, there'd be so many Xs, you'd be hard-pressed to read the map. That's because station sponsor, Exceed Real Estate, are one of Perth's largest and most successful property managers. Exceed delivers exceptional service, excellent performance and extraordinary reliability. In property management, X means Exceed Real Estate. Life is better with Exceed. This is a station sponsor. At John Hughes Cherry, Prindival Driveway in Gara, you get a brand new, beautifully styled Cherry Emoto 5 with leather sports seats, alloy wheels, keyless entry, rear dynamic view camera, wireless Apple CarPlay, Android Auto and smartphone charging, a massive interactive LCD, and plenty of active and passive safety features. Plus, you get a seven-year, unlimited kilometre new car warranty, roadside assist, and cat price servicing, all from 31490 Hurry, they're selling fast. JohnHughes.com.au DL6061 Pentanet is building a world-first gigabit internet network and they need you to make it a reality. Join Operation Nexus to do your gigabit and save Perth from ordinary internet. Register for free at pentanet.com.au slash nexus. Station sponsor. Give your business a unique position right here. Go to 897fm.com.au This is 897FM News. National Radio News. Hello, I'm Sasha Foote. One patient is in a serious condition after an incident at Auckland International Airport. St John Ambulance Service confirmed in a statement they treated approximately 50 patients who were on board a Latam Airlines flight from Sydney to Auckland. The incident reportedly involved a technical problem involving an inbound aircraft. 13 patients have been transported to hospital with one in a serious condition. A desperate 48-hour search for a vulnerable boy in Sydney has ended in relief. A staff member at an Auburn medical centre located 12-year-old Hussan al-Mansouri in a stairwell safe and well after he went missing on Saturday morning. Superintendent Simon Glasser said public messaging helped locate the boy. Um, his family were told immediately that we'd found him and that they were ecstatic and attended the scene straight away. A religious sect leader in New South Wales is facing more charges accused of grooming a child. A 19-year-old woman approached police last September with allegations against William Cam, who's also known as Little Pebble, and a 58-year-old woman. Both have been arrested. State Crime Command Detective Superintendent Jane Doherty says the woman claimed to have been groomed for sexual activity from the age of six until she turned 19. Hundreds of products, including toothbrushes, chopsticks and washing machines, will no longer be subject to import taxes. The federal government today announced it would slash nearly 500 nuisance tariffs. Treasurer Jim Chalmers said the change will reduce the admin burden on businesses and help ease cost of living burdens on consumers. Nuisance tariffs strangle productivity and weigh business down in red tape with very little return. A man has died after he was assaulted in a Gold Coast shopping centre car park as police search for the person responsible. The man was seriously assaulted at the car park in the suburb of Hope Island this afternoon. Paramedics treated the man for life-threatening injuries, including a chest wound, but he died at the scene. The site has been declared a crime scene. Eight people are on the run after fleeing a fatal car crash in Alice Springs. Northern Territory Police are yet to track down the men who ran from the scene of the crash on Friday. CCTV footage shows an 18-year-old passenger sitting on the window ledge when the car allegedly flipped. He was crushed and killed by the vehicle and his friends fled the scene. Assistant Commissioner Travis Worth said there had been a distinct lack of information being provided by the Alice Springs community.
Community News and Current Affairs program The Wire is celebrating a 20-year milestone and the landmarks it has achieved over those two decades. The Wire is a daily current affairs program producing stories for community and Indigenous radio stations around Australia. It has built a reputation as a voice for people often neglected by mainstream broadcasters. Always giving a voice to those underrepresented communities, stories around First Nation issues, refugees, cult communities. We are always giving a voice and a platform. Executive producer at The Wire, Dr Edwana Jordan, has told National Radio News that The Wire is relevant more than ever to those underrepresented by mainstream media. In cricket, Alex Carey has been named Player of the Match in the second test against New Zealand with Australia recording a three-wicket win in Christchurch. Carey fell just short of a century, 98 not out, while Pat Cummins hit the winning runs. National Radio News, produced by Charles Sturt University, the Community Radio Network, and supported by the Community Broadcasting Foundation. This is Night Shift. Well, good evening, listeners, and welcome to our first edition of Monday Sports Mix here on 89.7 FM, where you'll still hear all of the latest rugby league news in our rugby league segment between 6 and 7, followed by all the local junior news and sports and updates from 7 till 8pm. So it doesn't get much better than that, Monday Sports Mix here on 89.7 FM. So let's get started with our rugby league wrap. It's a warm welcome to my co-host, our man of steel, Tim Park. Good evening, Tim. Good evening, Gordon. Yeah, we're uh, football. We're just about there football season now. We certainly are, and it's good to see that you've taken your Storm jersey off. So um, <laughs> it's in the wash, I presume. It needed a wash, yeah. That exactly. spilled down it. <laughs> Big program as usual, listeners. Our resident NRL expert, Greg McCallum, will join us at 6.20, while our local guru, Peter Rowe, will join us around about 6.45. But to kickstart our program tonight, it's a warm welcome to Darren Smith, the coach of the Joondalup Giants first grade team. We spoke with Phil Duche from North Beach last week in listening to uh, Phil's preview for 2024. Tonight, it's a warm welcome, as we said, to Darren Smith, Joondalup Giants first grade coach. Good evening, Darren. Good evening, Darren. Good evening. Good evening, gents. How are you? Good. We're fine, Darren. And, and yourself, you're going okay? Monday night be a yeah. night off for you. Yeah, night off. Preparing for tomorrow's training already. <laughs> That's excellent to hear. <laughs> well, we're sitting here in Joondalup, Darren, and we're right behind you. You're our team. Yeah, that's it. That's good to hear. <laughs> well, well, truly, Darren. Now, Darren, you were appointed uh, to the first grade job in late uh, November last year, so you've had uh, all the off-season. What's been happening during the off-season? Uh, we tr- tried to get a few sessions in before Christmas, so we had like two or three sessions in as a club whole. So we were training, so 19s, women's, men's, um, just yeah, some good club club training sessions all together, so... Probably did that for the first co- last couple of weeks in in December, and then uh, cranked it back up in January again on the 16th or something. So, been uh, training twice a week since then, and uh, numbers are slowly building. So, um, well, the hot weather seems to be out of the way, hopefully now. So, let's uh, hope yeah, so. All, uh, <laughs> <laughs> how how are you looking for? Uh, and, um, sorry, yeah, won't, won't have a run. <laughs> are you looking for quality? Yeah, what and what about fly and fly out? Is there much of that? Yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah, Is there? probably about. 12 to 14 boys, I think, fly and fly out. It it makes it difficult, doesn't it? Yeah, it just makes the squad that little bit bigger. But, um, you know, it can can have its benefits as well. They get a bit of rehab on these. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Yeah, good (laughs) point. Exactly right. (laughs) There's always a positive to everything. (laughs) Well, it's really. Now, Darren, there wasn't too much Christmas pudding, was there? (laughs) No, mate. No, no, no. So, I don't know. They came back not too bad after Christmas. So, yeah. They would have sweated out anyway. We had some hot training sessions. Yes, yes. And how do you handle the heat in that sort of. And it was sort of unprecedented a little bit, Darren. How did you manage that? Um, Yeah, I sort of. There was a couple of mid 30s days and a couple of high 30 days, but just work around it and try and concentrate on a bit of intensity and ball work and not so much running so much in the heat and just look after the player welfare. I guess plenty of water and ice and stuff like that. So, yeah. Good. So, training at the moment, uh, of course, we know that we'll talk about game one in a few moments, but uh, the training program, what's it been consisting of? Without giving too many secrets away to your opposition, Darren. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just been core skills mainly from. I'm just picking up everybody's core skills, trying to get the group as a um, as you know as even as possible, I guess, with everybody's skills and and uh, just just started into the defence a bit more now since it's a bit cooler and um, yeah, um, just just starting some sets and things like that in the next week or so. So um, yeah, we're going to ha- hopefully have a trial game, an intra club trial, so amongst ourselves 
Um, there's plenty of last week, but cricket booked the ground. So <laughs> I think you should sit them all in well. front of the television and watch them against Storm last week, and then that will yeah. show the defence up. <laughs> yeah, be right about defence. Like defence well and true, Darren. We don't need to tell you that uh, Tim Park <laughs> is, a, is a mad, fanatical uh, Storm fan. So uh, we'll we'll leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> Your numbers, how are they shaping up? Forwards, backs, uh, male, female, everything going according to plan at the moment then, uh, Darren? Uh, Oh, it's a, it's a bit light on, light on at some stages, I suppose. I, can't, I think it rolls around the FIFA, you know what I mean? So there's five in, five in extra, two, an extra five or six every two weeks, you know, come rolling in. So they do two on, two off, or three on, mm. one off, or one on, one off. So, and I'm, I'm happy with the numbers they're getting there. Could always do with a few more, obviously, but um, yeah, we're, we're getting there, mate. It's pretty, pretty positive. It's building nicely. And that's good. That's great. That's excellent to hear, Darren. Are you looking to blood any young players from last year? Yes, definitely. Yeah, we've got a couple. We've got um, great. We've got quite a few nineteens that um, are coming through, and I, I like the look of uh, look a few of them. Yeah, for sure. So they'll definitely be playing um, first grade throughout the year. That's Good stuff. Excellent stuff, and of course that uh, keeps them local as well. So then, on that basis, uh, Darren, what are your expectations for and the club's expectations for twenty twenty four? Um, I think for us it was back to building a lot more numbers in around the club. Um, trying to get some some players that haven't played for a couple of years back to the club and and um, yeah having a good rebuilding year I guess and um, you know obviously we want to be competitive every week we go out there so we're going out there week by week take it week by week and um, yeah go for you know play to win. Who's the opening game against? Uh, South Perth, South Perth. Okay. at home, yeah. Mm. Yeah, so uh, that's the we're going to have a quick chat about then uh, that Darren because mm. round one, sixth of April, Saturday. It's not too far away. Easter's in between time, so the Easter Bunny and the Easter Eggs will all come into play <laughs> there, uh, Darren. So preparations for that at this stage, and what do you think South Perth might produce uh, this season? Um, South Perth are always traditionally a tough nut, tough side to play. They never give up and play right to the end, but um, we're just, um, yeah, I'm not trying to uh, be concerned, too concerned about who we're playing every week. I just want our boys to, to turn up and be consistent as much as possible. It doesn't matter who the uh, who the opposition is in front of us, you know. And we'll just um, build on that through the season and um, hopefully towards the end of the year we're, we're in the in the four and, um, yeah, giving it a good crack for the... As we know, a lot of rugby league comes down to uh, um, discipline, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, mate. Yeah, it does. And um, just making sure that we, you know, it's a pretty simple game, really. Completions and, um, you know, whoever holds on to the ball and... And defence well usually wins the game. Yep. So. Usually, not always the case. <laughs> not always, but usually. But usually, 90, 90% of the time, you think, Darren. <laughs> so, Darren, a little bit about your background and, and coaching career? Um, started with the Giants. So, I've been with the Giants now since 91, I guess. So, I've been coaching there for, oh, it's my 30th year this year. Wow. Fantastic, mm-hmm. Darren. So, um, I had grade from 2016 to 2019, I think, previously. First grade, and then um, you had a few years off, but I've been coaching juniors and, and seniors here yeah, for the past 30 years, I think. 700 and something games. Yeah. <laughs> wow, very good, very good. Fantastic record, Darren, and no doubt that's going to increase during uh, 2024 then. Oh, yeah, it's just good to have the development and keep a hold of the kids. That's what we've got, got a plan to do and give them a pathway somehow, even if it's within our own club, you know. Yep. E- exactly correct, Darren. And Darren, uh, just finally at your dinner table, what's the topic of conversation? <laughs> 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 always rugby league. Always rugby league. <laughs> Training was good. <laughs> Training's well, on Thursday, yeah. Just not too many forward passes. Ah, <laughs> uh, Darren Smith, the uh, coach of the Jude Love Giants, first grade. Thanks so much for joining us here on uh, Monday Sports Mix in our rugby league wrap segment. Uh, all the best for the season, and we'll keep in touch with you and uh, chat with you, uh, no doubt, as the season progresses. And all the best with your intentions and expectations. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Thanks, Darren. Take Cheers, care. Matt. Bye. Bye. Well, that was uh, very straightforward. Good. Excellent. Yeah. Good. And blooding some youngsters. Doesn't get any better than that. Um, nope. That's Tim. good. Excellent. Well, listeners, coming up after the first break, Greg McCallum will join us uh, around about 6.25 to preview NRL uh, Round 2 games, and then um, we'll review NRL Round 1 games. And uh, let's see what the uh, judiciary decided with uh, Spencer Lenu's um, charge and uh, we'll talk about that in a few moments as well now don't forget if you've got any comments or suggestions uh, for the team 
text 0418 897 897 or email to gordon.allen at 897fm.com.au and don't forget our facebook.com 897fm. Plenty of information there for you. And uh, don't forget in the second hour from 7 to 8, our junior sports segment. And tonight we're joined by uh, Dr. Caitlin Fox-Harding, my um, uh, co-host there. And we'll be talking basketball with Andrew Somerville from the Wanneroo Basketball Association. And then it's a very special interview with um, Maddie Scanlon. Uh, she's from the Fremantle Dockers AFL women's team and her mum, Deborah. We're going to have them both on the line at the one time to talk all things AFLW and how the family has uh, seen the way through in very good, uh, progressing. Mm. All that and more, Monday Sports Mix, 89.7 FM. The Community File. Are you interested in gardening? The Girouin Community Garden is looking for new members to join us for gardening and social activities. We are located behind the Girouin Library. Contact Wendy at girouingarden at gmail.com or on the Garden's Facebook page. Proudly brought to you by 89.7 FM. G'day, mate. Oh, g'day. You're drinking orange juice too? Yep. Nice drop, don't you reckon? Yeah, good colour. Excellent nose. Yep, the choice for the discerning designated driver. <laughs> good one. I'm Davo, by the way. Hey, Davo, Mike Hussey. Yeah, must be hell having the same name as a famous Aussie crick. Oh, jeez, you're the Mike Hussey, aren't you? Just call me Huss, mate. Oh, jeez, Huss. Let me shout you another OJ. Oh, they're free for designated drivers here, Huss. I'll get you two then. Oh, you're a legend. A message from Rad. Recording artists, actors and athletes against drink driving. The City of Wanneroo, corporate sponsor, proudly supporting 89.7 FM. There is so much to do this summer thanks to the City of Wanneroo's jam-packed family-friendly event season. Come along to our Fun Fest series and bring the picnic blanket to another epic symphony under the stars. This is our biggest and best free event series ever, running all the way through to our Beach to Bush Arts Festival in May. All events are free to attend. Find the full program at wanneroo.wa.gov.au forward slash feature events. Proudly brought to you by 89.7 FM.
Well, well, welcome back to Monday Sports Mix here on 89.7 FM and we're in our Rugby League Wrap segment and it's a warm welcome to Greg Macca McCallum joining us live online. Good evening, Macca. Good evening, everyone. And, uh, well, the, the words to that song wouldn't be too hard to learn, would they? <laughs> Good evening. <laughs> <day, Greg. laughs> simple lyric, lyrics set there. I'll be thinking about that for the rest of the evening. <laughs> Shout it out loud, Macca. I'm sure someone at the, the judiciary has been shouting it oh, out loud this me. evening. But we'll get to that in a moment, Macca. But uh, just quickly, the US, the games, Las Vegas, been and gone, TV numbers were abysmal. Well, it's always going to be a hard um, market to crack. And, you know, the the skill of the marketing people now will have to come to the fore to get rugby league um, constantly into the uh, forefront. Mm. And, you know, it's very hard to do that when you don't have games being played uh, in, the, in the USA all the time. So it'll be up to, I, I think, the Foxtel... Uh, connection and to get that going over there on a regular basis because 12 months is a long time between games and um, you know what the American market's like. It's a very um, active and vibrant market, so you need to be part of it. Well and truly. So we'll see what the other marketing gurus do. Well, closer to home, round one concluded. Of course, uh, the Eagles 36 defeated the Rabbits 24 and the Roosters defeated the Broncos 20 to 10. Thursday night, the Raiders defeated a very lacklustre Knights in Newcastle, mm. 28-12. Yeah, very vibrant Raiders side, wasn't it? Yeah, they were very good. Yeah. And that's the best I've seen them play for a long while. You know, I, I thought they struggled a lot last year and were in games and then they fell out of games, but I, I thought they dominated the game really well and it was a disappointing performance by Newcastle. But um, you know, Ricky Stewart's team would be... Would be on, on top of the world after that performance. He was actually uh, smiling and whistling, uh, Ricky Stewart. <laughs> well, he wasn't frowning. And, uh, no, he wasn't. He wasn't smashing chairs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, it was interesting to watch the coaches in round one. So we'll have to watch them in round two. Round yeah, two. yeah, we will, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> what, happens, what happens in round two is different than what happens in round one. Exactly. Yeah. Now, Friday night, and this is probably one of the biggest disappointments of the season, over there in Auckland, first home game, the Warriors led 12-0, ended up getting beat 16-12 by the Sharks, and uh, Nico Hines had a strong game for the Sharks. Yeah, he sure well, did. We said last week that it was uh, an important game for uh, both sides. Um, the Warriors' great form for last year needed to, to kick on, and but for the Sharks, they'd had a disappointing exit from finals footy, and, and that was sort of like a finals footy game in round one, wasn't it? That, that there was a lot of pressure on... Uh, the Sharks in that game, and they, and they stood up. And Nico Hines had an outstanding game. And um, you know, m- maybe the lessons of the last two years have been uh, whirling around at training. Mm. And you know, I thought it was a great effort by the Sharks. Yep. Certainly was. I agree. And I forgot to mention uh, that our very own Man of Steel was the only person who picked the Raiders to beat the Knights. Thank you, God. I haven't <laughs> forgotten that yeah, one. That's, that's, true. that's true. Now, of course, uh, Tim has finally taken his Storm jersey off. It's in the wash tonight. <laughs> Uh, after defeating the Panthers 8-0 in Melbourne. But can you believe it? That is the uh, 22 years. Amazing. Amazing. The Storm have won their first game. Defence was the keynote, Macca. Certainly was. Nearly as long as uh, New Zealand haven't beaten Australia in the cricket. In the cricket. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much like that sort of record, isn't it? Records yep. are there to be... Uh, to be either broken or extended, and that's another great achievement by Storm. And they played well. Defence was terrific. Um, I wouldn't be too upset if I was a Panthers supporter. It's exactly the same way they started last year. Yeah. They lost round one, and they also got beaten in the World Club Challenge. So uh, that's, a, be that's a good point. They'll yeah. be available. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, look, and, but it was a strong performance by Storm, no doubt about it. it certainly was. Saturday, well, the Eels, uh, 26, defeated the Dogs, 8. And as I've said, Macca, um, same old, same old from the dogs, and as you said, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. No, or you can't teach new dogs old, old tricks. tricks. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, look, look, it was, yeah, pretty much predicted. I thought in that game, I, I thought uh, Parramatta, um, they're a strong side. You know, they they have a lot of um, demons. I think in, internally within that team that have to uh, be overcome to to be a contender again after losing the grand final the season before last. So the tests will come this weekend, won't it? They play oh, the Panthers, well, and, don't they? They do, and the tests will come every week for the for the Eels. Um, I'm not so sure they're a premiership contender, but, um, you know, they got off to a, a start against a, a side that you know, really needs to 
to start winning games, don't mm. they? They just mm. really struggle to, to get wins on the board. And Bryce Cartwright, uh, certainly, uh, you know, the two tries. And I just wonder uh, whether Brad Arthur's asking for an extension already. They could be, but uh, look, and, and Cartwright, I thought he was fantastic. Incredible. And play that it's it's taken a long time to, to really put a performance in like that. But, you know, he's rugged in defence, so I thought his defence was fantastic. Mm, um, he two was. guys and the guys he laid on, laid on was, uh, were fantastic. Now, the Dragons defeated the Titans 28-4 on the Gold Coast. It was 6-4 at half-time. Tyrell Sloan, three tries for the Dragons, but uh, they just blitzed the Titans. What is it with the Titans and the Dragons? Oh. Just, you just, there's no consistency with them, is there? No, there isn't. They're, they're, as we said last week, they're, they're a good side, the Titans. But mm. they just um, have these games where they just don't perform. And, you know, they're likely to come out and bounce into a, a good effort in the next couple of weeks. But that was disappointing. But the main part out of it, apart from the disappointment for the Titans supporters, was a, um, a positive win by the Dragons. And there's no team in the off-season, particularly in Sydney, that's um, had the publicity that the Dragons have True. had. You know, they got right behind um, Shane Flanagan and, and his methods and, uh, and approach and... They've come away with a, a great win to start with. So there's, there's more smiling going on in the St George supporters this last week than what there's been for the last three or four years. That's exactly, good. Exactly right. And, of course, uh, the last game yesterday, well, didn't the Cowboys put the cleaners through the Dolphins 43-18? to 18. Ouch, it was seven tries to three. But the hammer, an incredible uh, as mm. a decision that he made to uh, kick that ball, gifted a try to the Cowboys, but Cowboys were on fire. They were, and, and they looked... Um, they looked like a young racehorse, didn't they? Like a, a two or three year old up against a, you know, a, an aged competitor. They were just so fast, and everything they did, they did with uh, with speed and um, and class, really. And the Dolphins, they just really struggled to get into the game. I, I thought they were just off the pace the whole way through the game, and it was a very impressive win by the Yes, it certainly was. Uh, as we said, there it was uh, seven tries, two out of three, yeah. very convincing. And, uh, of course, Macca will lead. Judiciary's uh, been and gone this evening with uh, Spencer Lennon wow. being given eight games. Yeah, look, it was always on the cards that that would be the case. Um, the, you know, the game's changed a lot over the mm. last um, decade in, in terms of what's acceptable and what's not, and it's, it's obviously not acceptable uh, to vilify a player on the field, and, and eight weeks was the outcome. And, um, you know, I, I thought it was quite predictable that that would happen, and, and that's why it worked out. Yeah, so uh, that's uh, the decision. So Spencer won't be back till like round 10. And uh, we'll see what happens uh, when he does make his return. And of course, the other interesting little sidelight that's been going on uh, around the traps and uh, the club is that tug of war with Joseph Sawali at the uh, Roosters, uh, Macca. Yeah, no, so I, I don't think this is surprising. I, I thought um, the way the Roosters have approached it um, ha- has been um, quite predictable in that they're allowing him to... Uh, feel uh, the love a bit, and you know there, there could be a, a, a bounce back on it. Um, he, he was signed what 18 months ago, or, mm. or not so, over 12 months ago. You know, for a young guy, things change quickly. You know, people change from when they're 17, 18, 19, 20, um, and you know he might find some of the values that the Roosters have got are probably going to sit more comfortably with him going forward. And yeah, look, a, a tug of war is not. Uh, off the cards. I think there's a, a bit to play out before he actually leaves rugby league and goes to rugby union. Yes, I think interesting. so. And mm. Very interesting. And as I'll say again, the one winner out of that will be his manager. So um, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and, and maybe that's <laughs> part of the manager's. Uh, yep. Uh, he might be behind there um, writing the script, but you know, there, there's there is a. I think there is an opening uh, for him to remain in rugby league, and it could well be the case. We'll follow that one with interest as well. Let's hope so. Well, Macca, Thursday, NRL mm. round two, Broncos up against the Rabbits in Brisbane. Mm. <laughs> well, 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 you know, well. Both, sides, both sides have <laughs> got to, uh, to perform here. Yet, uh, zero from two wouldn't be great for, for um, uh, either side, would it? You know, it, it needs to be a... Um, uh, a strong performance, I think more so by the Broncos. I yep. think they need to bounce back uh, from their loss. Um, I think they will. I, I think they will, will probably get home on the back of uh, improved performances by some of their key players. And Adam Reynolds is the key. You know, yep. he, he's another year older. Um, 
there were just some signs I thought that you know, he might struggle through the season. The game already appears to be a faster game than last year. The rule changes and mm-hmm. the interpretations and everything else to me has just set the game at an, another higher level of speed. And that's going to be the key for these older players, whether they can go the distance. Yep. Exactly. Tim, you're going to the Broncos? Or the I'm Broncos? going to Broncos, yeah. I'll go to the Broncos as well. Now, Friday, of course, uh, at Shark Park there, the Sharks up against the Dogs. Similar situation. Similar situation. Yeah, look, I think um, I think the Sharks will be too strong at, yep. at home. I would think so too. We agree. Tim, well, I think we'll agree Yeah, definitely one. Sharks, yep. And the, uh, the game, other game on Friday night, Battle of the West, uh, the Panthers up against the Eels. Eels have got a great record. Yes, they have. Um, you know, this sort of, I think the Panthers will find, we'll be talking about the Panthers all year as meeting various challenges. And as they go in their aim of four in a row, this will be a significant one because of the record that the, uh, the Eels have had. The Eels have never feared uh, the Panthers and they'll go into the game strong. But I have confidence in um, the ability of uh, the Panthers to stick to their... Uh, game plan and provided you know, they get a 50% share of the ball, I think they'll be too strong for the Eels, but uh, but a real danger game for Ivan Cleary's men to start the season. This game's in Penrith, isn't it? It's in Penrith. Yeah, Panthers yeah. for me. Now, of course, uh, we move on to Saturday, and here we have the unveiling of the new look West Tigers <laughs> up against the Raiders down in sunny Canberra, Macca. Oh, I forgot about the West Tigers. Oh, most improved, team, <laughs> most improved team of the competition. Don't hurt him anymore, Greg. I've forgotten all about them. <laughs> They're still in it, aren't they? Yes, yes they are. Um, <laughs> look, let's go for them. He's let's got go. a black tail on in here. <laughs> let's go for them. And, and it'd be great to see them get off to a, to a great start. So I'm going to stick with them. You're going to stick with the Tigers? Them. Tim, you'll yeah, go with the Raiders. I'm machine. going Green Machine, yes. Green Machine. Now, Saturday, the Cowboys up against the Knights in sunny North Queensland. Well, big game for the Knights. Isn't mm. you know, all of these games are big because you, you don't want to start the season with two losses. Um, history of, I alluded to it earlier on, the history of the game is that after two rounds, you know, most most sides have won a game. So maybe it could be the uh, the Knights will bounce back Um Hard to see them, hard to pick them on the basis of their performance last week, but I'll, I'll give that a go. I'll put my theory to the test. I Ten hate going against away. the expert, but I'm going. Uh, I'm, I'm definitely going Cowboys I, on the basis of what I saw this weekend. Mm, well, I'll go the Cowboys with a little bit of a question mark. Now, Saturday evening in Melbourne, Storm up against the Warriors. Uh, look, Storm mm. really hard to beat at home. Yeah. They just, they're just a machine. Um, and you know anybody that picked their top eight or top four or who they thought might get to the end uh, weekend in uh, the beginning of October, you, you can never leave Storm out of it. Um, they they mm. played last week without Munster and yep. performed really well. And I think they'll be too strong at home. Tim, you're going Storm. Yeah, purple for me. I'll go the Storm as well. Now Sunday, two games: uh, Eagles up against the Roosters. That'll be a great. Mm, this great is really match. interesting. Is this game. is the interesting one for me. Uh, I, I have a feel about the Sea Eagles this year. I, I think there, there seems to be a calmness about them. Uh, I think there's uh, no trash talk coming out of the camp. They don't seem to have too many issues. Um, they've kept their side together and left Schuster out of it. He's coming back uh, New South Wales Cup. So, yeah, look, I think Manly have, have really settled and I think the trip to Vegas and the win over there has done them... Uh, put them in good stead to, to start the season off um, with two wins. They certainly should be familiar with each other, shouldn't they? I've travelled around a lot. Yes, definitely manly for me. Manly for me as well. And finally, gee, you'd be hard-picked <laughs> here to take the Dolphins up against the Dragons, but it is at Redcliffe. Well, you've got to have hope if you're a Dragons yeah. supporter. But last week just wasn't a, a beautiful dream and it turns into a nightmare. <laughs> Uh, you look, I, I think the way they played last week, they can go up there and play with that sort of confidence. The Dragons should win, but um, Wayne Bennett's still the coach up there at the Dolphins. Uh, it could be something special awaiting them. Real toss of the coin, this one. A real, real toss of the coin. I, I probably, I probably go stick with my theory uh, that teams generally tend to win and lose in the first couple of rounds. I'll go for the Dolphins. 
Dolphins, I think uh, they'll get a, a bit of a fair rounding up this week in training. So, yeah, I'm going uh, Dolphins. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll go the Dolphins. I'm still not convinced by the Dragons, Macca, but we'll, uh, we'll see what happens. Well, Greg Macca McCallum, as usual, it's been fantastic to have you join us here. Yes, our, it is. Our Rugby League uh, wrap segment. And good luck with your selections. And certainly uh, look forward to chatting with you again next Monday, particularly. And, I, and I'm so pleased you've taken the Tigers. Um, Mac, that's <laughs> well, you've made him a happy I'm man. Caught off, <laughs> I'm caught off in that euphoria. The <laughs> you just did it to make him feel good, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> no, yeah. Well, good luck with your selection of songs to open the show. <laughs> oh, he's good at that. No, no problems little, at all. A little bit, um, a little bit, the lyrics that mean a little bit more, you know. <laughs> well, it's really shout out or something. Shout it out loud, and the next one's shout every, it out loud. And the next one, everybody's talking. Thanks, Macker. Chat to you next Monday. Cheers. Bye. As usual, it's great to chat with Macker. Uh, Tim and our selections are there. It'd be interesting to hear Peter Rose's selections as well because uh, Peter will be joining us next here on Monday Sports Mix. And of course, we'll be talking uh, all things local as well with uh, Peter from the uh, NRLWA updates and local club news. And we'll also get uh, Peter's uh, review of NRL round one and preview of round two. But we'll also have a quick chat about the English Super League as well, Tim. Yes, it's got started nicely. Well and truly. And of course, uh, there were some Aussies in action in uh, a lot of those games over there. And uh, Matt Moylan playing for the Lee Leopards. Mm. They led 16-0 at halftime but ended up getting beaten by Leeds, 22-16. Matt Moylan, he didn't produce what I would have thought. Very disappointed, I would think. Uh, 16-0 is really disappointing to lose from there. It certainly is. And listeners, don't forget, in our second hour, it's our Just Junior Sports segment here between 7 and 8, and we'll be joined by uh, Caitlin Fox-Harding, my co-host, just after 7 o'clock, and uh, Andrew Somerville, Wanneroo Basketball, and a very special interview with Maddie Scanlon and her mum, Deb. Maddie plays with the Fremantle Dockers AFL women's team. Looking forward to all that here on 89.7 FM. Station sponsor. Creative thinkers aren't born, they're made. We mix innovation with imagination to create digital worlds from scratch, to 3D print new food from old, to pioneer research in renewables, health, and cybersecurity. Because we question, challenge, imagine. You will too. We'll help make creative thinking your superpower. ECU, creative thinkers made here. Search ECU and apply now. Pentanet is building a world-first gigabit internet network and they need you to make it a reality. Join Operation Nexus to do your gigabit and save Perth from ordinary internet. Register for free at pentanet.com.au slash nexus. Station sponsor, the Community File. Do you have one free hour per week and a passion for helping young people? EdConnect Australia's volunteers provide friendship and guidance to students who need a little support to reach their full potential. You can help as a mentor working one-to-one with a student or as a learning support volunteer to assist in classrooms, breakfast clubs or a variety of other roles. For further information, please call 9444 or go to www.edconnect.org.au. Promote your non-profit organisation or community group and it's free. Head to our website at 897fm.com.au.
Welcome back to a Monday Sports Mix. We're in our Rugby League segment uh, here and into our final Rugby League segment. And as usual, we're, we're joined by the local guru, the man who knows all things local of Rugby League in NRLWA, Peter Rowe. Good evening, Peter. And we're all talking, aren't we? Hi, Peter. We certainly are, Peter. We're <laughs> talking all, to water. Everybody's talking, well and truly. Hey, Peter, what's been happening? Any uh, goss local news updates? Goss. Nothing's no, there's no real goth, I think. Every, everybody's getting down to pre-season. You know, I'm talking to different coaches and players around uh, around the competition in the past week, and you know, everybody's now really getting into that last four weeks where you've got to concentrate. And um, the next week or two, I think, will be um, still physical, and then we go into skills. You know, you've got everybody to a certain physical level, a yep. fitness level, and then it's owning those skill sets and those those formations and I've talked to different coaches and they're umming and ahhing about shall I play this style or that style or change my formation who's in the centres who's out wide on the wing how my backs have I got enough middles you know all that sort of uh, conversation and that's that's where we're at right now really with a month to go exactly right and of course we spoke with Darren Smith the uh, Joondalup Giants first grade coach earlier tonight and last week we spoke with um, Phil Duchet the uh, North Beach uh, current Premier's coach and it's interesting yep. to hear their thoughts on how they're preparing and listening particularly to Darren in terms of bringing up and giving some of their under-19 players an opportunity. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I think, you know, we don't have many pathways in this state because of our isolation geographically. A lot of clubs, good. I know a lot of teams where the good kids at 15 and 16 have gone east. and Even sometimes families have moved on block east North, uh, South East Queensland or Northern New South Wales give their kids an opportunity in a high school to, to try and make the grade into, into NRL. So we don't, get a lot of, we don't get a lot of pathways. So it's interesting to see that, uh, you know, coaches want to give some of those kids that have come through that 17s, 18s age groups last year, give them a chance. You there, Peter? Yep. Yep. Got, <laughs> got that. Yes, well and truly. So the pathway we're talking about there is very, very important. Uh, yeah. Vital. Vital. Well and truly. And talking about uh, pathways, well, uh, maybe the pathway for the uh, rugby league in the US isn't as clear cut after those, although I thought, disappointing TV numbers. Up very disappointing. I would agree with you. I, I've, I've seen comments on both sides of the argument, and, and Gordon, we know how things can get spun by PR people. Um, <laughs> You know, and that, that's the way it is in, in the world of sport, I'm afraid. You know, we were talking a couple of weeks ago, you know, the 60-something million subscribers to Fox Sports, blah, 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 blah. And I thought, well, that's, that's good, that's positive. Yeah, we get a few of those, that's great. Um, and then we sort of see figures of, you know, 61,000, I think it was, for the first game, and 40,000 for the second game. Um, my thoughts are, it's year one, so it's something to build on. But I'm wondering if some of the strategists got the strategy a little bit wrong because the biggest market in terms of numbers is on the east coast of America and the second game on the east coast of America kicked off at 11.30 at night so you're not going to get big numbers at 11.30 at night anywhere no, true uh, enough. Very good point uh, Peter It is, well, it is a good point I hope you've sent that through to the powers at B to uh, let them know <laughs> that of course uh, Peter Oh, oh yes no, I haven't. No. We know with that. <laughs> now, Peter, of course, uh, when we spoke with Macca, uh, the judiciary met tonight. Spencer Lenu, eight-game suspension. 
uh, to be expected. I think it, I think uh, Mecca made the point clear. You know, I, I was sort of 10, 20 years ago, no. and I've experienced it as well. And some of you it wouldn't that. have been reported 10 or 20 years ago. That's a simple yeah, uh, matter. Field, training or on the field and you this or whatever, you know, and, and it's in the thing in cricket, Tim, as well. Yep. Um, but we live in a different world, don't we? We do. Well and truly. Yeah. Exactly right. We certainly do. Well and truly. Yeah. Now, Peter, your take on uh, the rest of uh, round one over the uh, the weekend with, uh, you know, the Raiders defeating the Knights and the Warriors losing to the Sharks and Tim Storm beating Penrith, Eels up against the Dogs, Dragons putting the cleaners through the Titans and the Cowboys yeah. blitzing the Dolphins. Well, I saw a comment from um, from uh, the Raiders, you know, the, from their coach, that, you know, they were gritty and, they, and the grit got them through. And sadly, the Knights didn't have any grit, did they? No. You know, and that was... That was the the, mm. the storm, big D, big D, big big D, and I think that got them through. But Pan Panthers have bounced back. Warriors discipline let them down in the second half really badly. Nico Hines had a great game, but discipline let the Warriors down. Yep. Dragons look good, but it's only round one. Um, <laughs> has a hell of a lot of work to do with the Titans, I'm afraid, and so does Wayne. I think the Dolphins are really poor. What is it with the Titans? Because we all say the you same thing. They just just cannot uh, pick a match or peril. Get any reliability from them? No, no, you can't. No, um, I know it's only round one, and and quite rightly, you know, round one, two, three, they balance each other out, and you start to get a feel. And you, you, you really, after one game, it's really hard to pick a you know a Premiership winner, isn't it? At the end of course, of, the yeah. of course, uh, but, Peter. But you know, Panthers will come good. They're they're a quality team, so they won't lose that quality. Storm will always be there, you know. So that teams I think that we've seen in the past three, four, five seasons, and I, I would count, you know, teams like the Roosters in that in that in that uh, equation and the Broncos. Mm -hmm. um, they're look thereabouts. Exactly. Well, Peter, let's have a look at NRL round two. We've uh, had our predictions with Macca Thursday. Broncos up against the Rabbits. Your thoughts? Yeah, who wants to be Owen too? Nobody. Nobody. It's catch up, isn't it? I know it's not the end of the season by any means, but he's still playing catch up. Um, I, I just think the Broncos will be just too good at home. I just think, and I'm, I'm a bunnies, I'm a rabbito, but I just don't think the rabbitos are there yet, and I don't think they're going to um, they're going to uh, achieve anything up in Brisbane. Well, let's so all the panel going for the Broncos. The uh, Friday night game, the Sharks up against the Dogs. It's got to be sharks, isn't it? If Nicola Hines has a great game like he had last, dogs very disappointed. I didn't scratch the whole game, but I saw some of it, and I just thought they were pretty disappointed. They certainly were. Certainly were, well and truly. Now, Friday night, probably a very important match for again for the Panthers up against the Eels, the local Western Derby in Sydney. There's a bit of history. Eels have got the history, haven't they? It is. It's a Western Derby or Derby, whichever way you d d describe it. Um, and the Eels have got a little bit of history there. But I don't think, I can't see the Panthers going on too either. I agree. Uh, no. I, I just think Panthers will be too strong for the Eels on, 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 that, on that night. Yeah. Saturday, the Raiders up against the Tigers. I know you want me to say Tigers. <laughs> no, Peter, you, you go. You go with whoever you Greg want. Greg McCallum went soft on him, Matt. Don't forget, if you, do, if you don't pick the Tigers, you're not back on the programme, Peter. That's the way it works. The only way to describe the Tigers is the last, you know, the final pre-season game. And it's exactly. Just, oh, dear. Well, nothing changed. So um, I think there's a hell of a lot of work. I know Shane Richardson's at the Tigers now, and he's... You know, trying to re reshape things and bring new culture in and rebuild things. And I've met Shane, no Shane from old days, quality CEO. He knows what he's doing, but I think it's going to take a little bit longer than maybe Tigers fans had hoped for. So I'm going Raiders. Well, of course, uh, the Tigers were excellent uh, till I got off the bus at Mudgee against uh, the Dragons <laughs> in that trial. Now, Saturday, the Cowboys up against the Knights. Interesting one. Mm. Yeah, that, 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 that is an interesting one. Cowboys did impress me, although I don't see them winning the Premiership. Um, but again, the Knights were poor. I really think they again they just didn't. We were talking about teams not getting off the bus. I think the Knights didn't get off the bus either. They, they certainly into, didn't. You know, walked into the game. You know, we're this, we're that, and nothing. Nobody showed up. So I'm sorry, I'm going to go Cowboys. And uh, the Knights were playing at home. Uh, so the Storm up against the Warriors in Melbourne, Peter. Uh, Warriors were disappointed. Second yes. Half, weren't they? 
Um, very disappointed. And Storm were superb defensively. Um, they surprised me with their D at the weekend. They're still the team to be reckoned with, so I'm going for Storm. Sunday, the Eagles up against the Roosters. That's another one of those games you're just not sure could go either way on a toss of a coin. This is arguably the match of the round. Yeah, I think so, yes. Um, I'm going to go for Roosters, and the only reason I liked what I saw in Vegas. Mm. Okay. And uh, Dolphins up against the Dragons at Redcliffe Stadium there on the um, Sunshine Coast. Can I, can, I, can I just put it out there? Is it? Are we coming to the end of Wayne Bennett? Is it, are we getting yeah, it's the, a fair point. Well, his contract um, expires at the end of this season. Yeah, I mean, he's been around in the game. He's done so much, won so many premierships for different teams. A massive, massive name in the, in the game. But Dolphins do nothing for me, I'm sorry. I'm going drags. So we'll get you down for the Dragons. Peter, well, Peter, the uh, English Super League as well, and it was round four over the uh, the weekend. Now, the uh, yep. Catalan Dragons defeated Hull FC 26-12. to The Broncos, they lost to Wigan 60-22, to 10 tries and 10 goals. Um, even uh, Keenan a try as well there. So he 10 goals and a try, he did very well. The Giants, they defeated the Tigers 50-8. to I saw the Leeds Lee game, and as we said, Lee led 16 0 at half time, got run down by Leeds 22 to 16. Matt Moylan playing for the Lee Leopards. I thought he was very disappointing. Mm, I'd have to agree. Uh, I saw the comments from the Lee uh, chairman, uh, Derek Beaumont, who's never, never backward in coming, coming forward. forward. <laughs> yeah, with his complaints, and apparently he's going to take a complaint to the RFL Council meeting this week, um, you know, about refereeing, but. But from what I saw of that game, I didn't see the whole 80 minutes. Um, Lee only had themselves to blame in the second half. Certainly did, uh, Peter. They led 16-0. They had a try disallowed just before half-time and one early in the second half, but they had the player put in the sin bin, and I yep. think that was uh, the yeah. end, of, end of the story for them. Mm. Leeds just stormed home. Now, Salford, they defeated St. Yeah. Helens at 24-20. Yeah. St. Helens' first loss. And uh, St Helens led 14-6 at half-time. But Salford yeah, ran them down. The Red Devils. Mm, good match just as sad. Saints had Mark Purcell sent off. So that really, yes. you know, that I think helped Salford. And they got they got across in the last few minutes to score the winning try, late try there. Um, and that's the first time in 44 years, years. Salford have won at St Helens. <laughs> Fantastic. That's a big stat, that's isn't a it? Big, big stat, isn't it? Records are there to be broken. Yeah. Well and truly. Now, yeah. Warrington, uh, they defeated Hull KR 22-20, to and I thought Matthew Dufty for the Warrington uh, team yes, was, was electric. Georgie Williams was yeah. back, and it was, was interesting to see them playing on a very heavy, wet ground. <laughs> surprise, surprise. It's <laughs> uh, still uh, late winter in uh, the north of England. <laughs> um, as it is until about May, I think, near class... Near cast a, clout, a shout to Mayor's out. Isn't it Tim something like that? It's an old wise tale about weather in the, in the north of England. That <laughs> summer, summer doesn't arrive till about June and July. And then At least we've gone um, past the leather ball and the lace and what have you. When it rains in Hull, when it rains. So, uh, you know, but I, I, okay, all right. First couple of games, I thought, hmm, interesting, yeah. They look, they look the real deal, but maybe not. So Lee, the Tigers and Broncos are yet to open their account. So as mm. you said, it was very interesting with the Lee club. It's certainly not as uh, flamboyant as they were this oh, time last year. year this time last year, they were on fire. Exactly. They were, but I think I think you know to some degree they may have been found out with their shapes and styles, and um, you know they can't last eighty minutes as was proven with the Rhinos coming back because I'm not sure about the Rhinos either yet. They're still a long way off being their best, but uh, they can, you know, come back from 16-0 down and win. I think the, the, the most amazing comeback I ever saw was, oh, crikey, late 1990s, Bradford at Halifax. Bradford were 26-0 down at half-time and won 30-26. Was that at Thrum Hall as well? That was at Thrum Hall, yeah. <laughs> yeah so that was the most amazing comeback I've seen in my rugby league life. So, you know, it does happen occasionally. It does. And I must admit that Ryan Hall, the winger for Hull KR, he's a big unit. Big unit. Yes, he's played played the game for a number of years for a number of clubs. And um, Hull KR, I think, will challenge up there. 
you know, they'll upset a few teams, even though they got beaten by Warrington. Warrington, a slow start. Not sure if um, if uh, Mr. Burgess there is, you know, got his feet well and truly under the table yet. He's still tinkering, playing with things, ideas. Great to see George back, of course. It was. Mm. Uh, and I think that would be a big difference for, for the wire. Um, but um, sadly, London just not up to it. And Castleford not up to it either. I think they're the two teams you've got to worry about, you know, yep. the bottom end of the table. Well and truly. Well, as we said, uh, Peter, that uh, is a complete wrap now of round four of the English Super League. And it's interesting to see that um, Salford, I thought it was over, it's been over, what, 44 years, you said, since they've defeated St. Helens at St. Helens. Yeah, at St. Helens, 44 years, yeah. Wow. I, no, no, Gordon, I wasn't there. So. <laughs> I won't ask him. But, uh, it certainly would have been a, a day to remember for the Salford Red Devils. Well, Peter Rowe, our resident NRLWA expert, thank you for joining us. Look forward to chatting with you again next Monday here on Rugby League Wrap during Monday Sports Mix. Cheers, Peter. Cheers, Peter. Thanks, mate. Bye. Well, interesting chat there with uh, Peter. Always wonderful to talk about the... Uh, We're blessed with two very good people. We Gordon. certainly are. Very committed, very enthusiastic, and it certainly makes our job a lot easier, Tim. Absolutely. We just go along we with just, what they say because they're the they experts. Say. They're the experts. <laughs> we'll just push the buttons and get them all organised. Um, Tim, but uh, very, very good to have them both uh, join us well and truly. Well, Tim, that brings us to the end of our uh, first hour of Monday Sports Mix here on 89.7 FM. Of course, coming into uh, our second hour is all about our junior sport. And we're going to uh, talk with uh, Dr. Caitlin Fox-Harding. She's the co-host of the program. She'll be on just after 7 o'clock. And then uh, basketball with Andrew Somerville, the CEO of the Wanneroo Basketball Association. And then around about 7.40, we're talking AFL. That's the women's side of things with uh, Maddie Scanlon from the Fremantle Dockers and her mum, Deborah. That's going to be up at around about 7.40. Should be an interesting chat. So, uh, as we said, listeners, welcome to the first edition of Monday Sports Mix here on 89.7. You've heard our uh, rugby league segment uh, in the uh, 6 till 7 slot and junior sport from 7 till 8. So it doesn't get any better than that. So for your weekly sports fix, it's Monday Sports Mix with Gordon Allen and the team here on 89.7 FM. Tim, thanks very much for your company, as usual. Thank your, you, Gordon. It's that five minutes. It was good. <laughs> expert input. <laughs> And uh, we'll look forward to your company again during our Rugby League segment next Monday, Tim. Good luck with your selections. Cheers, mate. Yeah, well, I'm a whole home team, so uh, well, well, it won't be hard to see where I'm up. No, it certainly certainly won't be. And uh, it's a shame you won't get the Tigers up against the Raiders. Should, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Gordon. No, no problem. <laughs> Listen, stay tuned. Monday Sports Mix here on 89.7 FM. The City of Wanneroo, corporate sponsor, proudly supporting 89.7 FM. Blast off to outer space with the City of Wanneroo's Summer Reading Quest. Be a story explorer this summer and take a journey of the imagination by reading what you love. Earn prizes and join us at all libraries for experiences that are out of this world. Explore planets and constellations, learn about your star power and discover ways to keep our planet healthy. Head to library.wanneroo.wa.gov.au to register today. Proudly brought to you by 89.7 FM. Pentanet is building a world-first gigabit internet network and they need you to make it a reality. Join Operation Nexus to do your gigabit and save Perth from ordinary internet. Register for free at pentanet.com.au slash nexus. Station sponsor. Need to talk about your alcohol or drug use? The team at Drug Info can answer your questions about the effects of different drugs, including alcohol, illicit and prescribed drugs, and provide advice and practical information. Call 1300 858584. It's free and confidential. Call 1300 858584. Drug Info is brought to you by the Alcohol and Drug Foundation. Are you a small business owner looking for growth within the city of Stirling? Then why not become a member of the Stirling Business Association? Their professional team can assist you in all aspects of your business. To find out more, simply search Sterling Business Association. 